0: To create Out Loud. I am your host, Jen Loud, and I'm so very delighted that we are going to talk today about probably the topic most dear to my heart. The topic that came out of my book, Why Bother? For me, about what I wanted to bother about. And if you haven't picked up a copy of that, we're coming up on the two year anniversary of Why Bother Discover the Desire for What's Next. And if you're new to my world and you want to test out that book for free, you can go to jenniferloudin.com forward slash sample hyphen chapter. And you can download a free chapter of Why Bother and see if it's to your taste. And again, that's jenniferloudincom forward slash sample dash or hyphen chapter and get on my email list and you'll get my weekly cool, wonderful Create Out Loud newsletter as well. So hey, and it's always really easy to unsubscribe. I hate those people who make it hard to unsubscribe, don't you? They like come back after you've unsubscribed and like six months later or five years later, you start getting emails from them again. What is that? That is so creepy. Okay, let's go to the episode. So what did I learn to bother about by writing Why Bother? A ton of things. But one thing is the subject of our podcast today, and that is climate change, the climate crisis, the climate emergency, the climate, oh my God, we're about to have a completely uninhabitable planet if we don't turn things around, if we don't stop extracting fossil fuel in the next two years. I know, I know. You want to click away right now? You want to stop listening? You're like, enough of the gloom and doom. I promise, my friends, there is no gloom and doom here. There is hope. Because the truth is, we have all the technical solutions and know-how and knowledge right now to stop what's killing us and start making it better. We really, really do. We don't have to wait for Elon Musk to invent something that's going to suck carbon out of the sky. So this is not a gloom and doom episode. This is, you're an artist. You're a creative You are a culture changer. You are a message spreader, an amplifier. You are someone who brings people together and changes their minds and hearts through your art. Can you imagine anything more important when it comes to getting the message out about climate change? No. Okay, but let's talk about gloom, doom, and despair. I want to quote from one of my favorite climate people, Sarah Jackett Ray. She wrote a wonderful book called The Field Guide to Climate Anxiety. She's a professor and she wrote it for her young students. And I'm going to be quoting from an article. I put it in the show notes. You can always get those at JenniferLoudon.com and just click on podcast. And so one of the things that Sarah hears, as I hear, as you hear, as you feel, is that my individual actions? How can they matter? How can my creativity matter when such huge forces are doing such horrifying damage at such a gigantic scale that I can't even take in as a little human brain? And in sociology, this debate is called structure versus agency. Which is just this idea that like whatever you do is just a drop in a bucket. So you feel powerless. You feel like Sisyphus, right? Rolling that boulder up the hill. And as soon as you get to the top, bam, it goes down to the bottom. We wonder, why bother (laughs) to go back to my own moment of epiphany that got me to bother more. And then we add a layer of what we might call cognitive dissonance. So for example, maybe we do things for the environment. We give up things. We work to have a lower carbon footprint, but then we go on a long haul flight like I'm going to go on this summer and we're like, ah, shoot, I know that flying is bad, but I want to really go to Italy. Wow. What do I do? And that can make us shut down too. So what's a creative to do? Well, here's one of the things that Sarah proposes is that we want to give up this idea that we have no control over the problem. That's actually a myth. And we need to make the problem smaller and make ourselves bigger. So the first way to do that is we need to try to make the problem of climate change smaller in our perception, in our story, in our conversation internally and with other people so we can make it smaller in reality. So by its very different definition, climate change itself is a phenomenon we can't humanly perceive. It occurs at such expansive scales over so much time and space that our little human body is like, ah, climate change, what is that? It's not like a piece of toast I can eat. It's not like a dog I can hug. It's not like a piece of creative work I can finish and put out in the world. We can perceive climate change as effects. The high winds that we've been experiencing in Colorado recently, the searing temperatures in Pakistan and India right now that are killing people, maybe the floods in your own town, whatever, uh, tornadoes, hurricanes more intense. You have experienced the effects of climate change probably this week or in the last month. Climate change is outside your window. So this starts to take your brain out of that big, overwhelming picture and into, oh, what's around me that I can creatively affect change, that I can creatively help? And this gives us a great feeling of agency. And if everyone around us is going, oh, wow, this is the way that climate change is affecting my community, my art, my voice, my people, the things that I love to do, for example, how can I have a voice in that? How can I tell other people about that? How can I affect change in that in these small ways? Do you feel the difference? Like I can feel it through my whole body. Okay, okay, now let's talk about the role of creativity in this small proximal around us action and why it is the linchpin and the secret sauce that you have. What we know is that we have to have pleasure. We have to have joy. We have to have hope. We have to have laughter and imagination and desire, one of my favorite subjects, to draw us forward. Gloom, doom, and despair. The world is ending. There's nothing I can do. Not motivating, especially over time. So we have to cultivate those things that are right in front of us that we enjoy doing. And maybe some of it we don't totally enjoy. Some of it makes us uncomfortable. Some of it's stretch, but that's okay. If we use our creativity, and you're a creative person, creativity is inherent in you, it's one of your top values, then we stop deferring responsibility to somebody else, you know, our political leaders, the oil and gas industry to finally get a clue and a moral compass, and we start doing what's right in front of us. We attend to that which we want to create and love into being even just one degree. And that chemical reaction in your body of love and desire and pleasure and creativity makes you want to do more, to talk to people, to involve them in let's say your butterfly garden or your trash pickup or going to your local meeting of your local government to talk about flood mitigation. You let what feels good, which in this case is creating in all of its manifestations, What makes you feel good while working at this closest scale? What's right here? What's doable? What's motivating to you? Instead of fear and all of its attendant emotions of despair and overwhelm and shutting down. I just want to read a little bit more from Sarah's article, the mere act of putting our attention on that which we love, oxygen, pets, biodiversity, levity, innocent soil, our beloveds, magnifies those things, not just in our minds, but in real life. This approach has nothing to do with whether our actions will bring about global results. It is entirely about enriching our lives by attending to that which we want to grow, that which we may fear is threatened by climate change. I allow the 24-7 news cycle, which is designed to horrify us, eclipse what is thriving in our lives. This doesn't mean turning away from reality. On the contrary, it's about counterbalancing the version of reality we accept as truth, which both our brains and the media have distorted towards the apocalyptic. Isn't that great? And again, I give a link to the article in the show notes, jenniferlown.com, click on podcast. Let's recap. We are big. We do have an effect But we need to make ourselves bigger than the problem by using our creativity in ways that we care about, that we love, that bring us alive, and that affect change directly around us. And that makes us bigger than this giant problem and works better for our brains. Your activism is rooted in your point of view, your creativity, and your skills. For example, I'm using my skills of podcasting right now, right now, to talk to you about something that is so dear to my heart. And let's just pull the curtain back And say that the entire time I'm making this episode, I have fear and doubt. Absolutely. Oh my God, did I get that fact right? Oh, did I say the right words? I mean, I'm sharing my voice. I'm giving a message that I care 1,000 million percent about in my own way. Here's another way I use my gifts. About a year and a half ago, I started writing a newsletter about once a month to my newsletter list. So if you're on there, great. If you go get your free chapter, Why Bother? You'll be on there, or you can just go to JenniferLoudon.com. Anyway, I write a newsletter called Create Plus Climate, and I share examples of other artists and what they're doing to inspire you, and I share resources so you can ground yourself and feel like you know enough, because no, you don't need to be an expert. You just need to say, this is important. Let's talk about it. We have solutions. I have climate enthusiasm to share through my art. I try to use my skills on social media to amplify messages. I try to give money. I try to make more money so I can give more money. These are all things I can do that fit under my creativity of speaking, writing, and I'm pretty good at making money. What are your skills? Where do you want to speak up? Where do you want to get involved? Maybe you're a copywriter and you're like, wow, let me find some local climate organizations that need some help with their social media or their press releases or any of their other copy. Yay. Maybe you're a visual artist. I just heard on um, our local NPR in Colorado, I live in Boulder County, Colorado, there is an artist who made this melting gondola at the top of one of the Aspen Mountain ski runs to bring attention to climate change because a lot of the skiing is going to go away except for very high altitude places like Aspen. So that's a completely different example than what I'm doing right here. I want to use your gifts and your art to say, hey, we've got solutions. We've got hope. And I don't want you to feel alone in this. So please follow me either on TikTok. I'm Jen Loudon or Instagram. I'm Jen dot And in my stories on Instagram, I share a lot of resources and tag people that you might want to follow. So my friends, you're an artist, you're a culture changer. Use that in the small ways, in the big ways, in the dedicated ways, in the ongoing ways, but most of all, in the sustainable ways. Use your voice. You know enough. You have a right. Look for good resources, educate yourself, but don't fall into that trap of I have to know more or I'm not a climate scientist. The climate scientists are begging you, please back us up, make your art, use your voice. We need you. I thank you so much for giving me this time out of your day to listen to something I'm so passionate about. I believe every artist, every content creator, every spiritual leader, every human being needs to be on board and talking about this. And I have a really simple, fun way for you to get you started. Share this podcast episode with a few friends, writer friends, creative friends, quilting friends, whatever your medium. Share the episode and write them an email and say, hey, let's get together and talk about how we can be climate activists, climate warriors, climate lovers, climate enthusiasts, whatever you want to call it. Hey, next week we have our last episode of this season. I know, wah, but creating a podcast, it's a lot of work and I need a break. (laughs) So I'm going to take a break this summer. I got one final episode for you and it's wonderful. So tune back in next week. And in the meantime, spread the word, share a link to this episode and let's all wake up to that we have the skills, we have the voice, we have enough knowledge. The time is now. Create out loud. See you next week.